My test one two. Bringing you a podcast from the SJCS Student Council. Be all ears as we Judenites are going on air. Once a Judenite, always a Judenite. Relive your memories here with Judenites on air. I'm Patricia Yu. And I'm Ryan Lim. And we are your hosts for today's episode. In honor of Teacher's Day, today's podcast episode will be featuring some of our very own teachers from SJCS. Let's welcome Miss Maria Francesca Martin and Mr. Jet Pahilagutan. Hello, hello. Hi, good, good day. So starting off, did you guys have any like memorable moments or experiences as a teacher? Okay, so again, hi, I'm Miss Martin. So probably uh, the most memorable experience that I had with my students was during my first year of teaching. My first students know that the first project that I handled was that when we had the choral or the speech choir, I don't quite remember the name of the the event, but it was a speech choir with my grade eight students, Crusaders, they're grade 11 now. And it was very memorable because from the very beginning of, you know, creating the song, even their dance steps, I was with them. I, I, I was able to handle all of them, the entire batch. So imagine I'm handling almost 200 students or more than 200 students. And I knew each one of them personally. So it's, it was probably the most memorable one for me. Yeah, because I got to know them better. And it was my first year of teaching. So it was very memorable. Oh, I see. Um, you said they were in grade 11. Most of them yeah. are off senior high right now, by now, right? Yes, they are in grade 11, senior high right now. What about you, sir? To be honest, due to the pandemic, every memory of teaching for me has become memorable. The simple things. But if I will pick one, that would be when I was tasked to handle an advisory class, the 8F class, I think 2018, around 2018. So that's the, the most memorable. And then, of course, the outreaches, the activities, even the pickup games. So those things. Did you guys have any like memorable students that you will never forget? I'm hearing hints here. <laughs> Well, uh, honestly, of course, each student is very memorable for teachers. Yeah, no joke, as in you would definitely have a memory of each student, every student that you will handle, you would know, ah, oh, this is my student, ah, this is good in English, ah, this is like this and that. But probably I could say, again, the most memorable students for me would be my first students, my first babies, I call them my first babies, although they're not babies anymore, my crusaders, wherein I get really so emotional whenever I talk about them because they are the reason why or who I am right now. They were they played a big part of that, of the Miss Martin that I am right now. And I am also glad that up until now, a lot of them are sending me random messages. Hi, Miss. Kamusta ka na, Miss? And I would even joke, may kailangan ka, no, like that. Because we're that comfortable with each other. Uh, and that's why they're very memorable. I'm not saying that my other students are not memorable. It's just that they were my first ever students. So they were very memorable for me. I agree with Miss. No? Every, every student, mahal namin yung mga sadyante namin. But if I would 
pick a group of students, that would be the ATF again. Because they were the first group of students that I've handled as their advisor. So, of course, my, my current advisor, baka magsela sila. <laughs> yung 8D, mahal ko yung 8D ngayon, no? siyempre. The, the first din yun, in, in a sense that I handled a class in the RLP mode. So, the 8F is first in a normal classroom setting. 7F is first in the normal classroom setting. Well, 8D is first in this kind of setup. Well, yeah. Let's hope because of this podcast, we will also be one of the most memorable. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> anyway, I'll move on. When you first, I'm just curious actually, when you started studying to become a teacher, what were your expectations when you started teaching? Honestly, of course, I expected students to, you know, create a, a memorable moment with me, of course. Of course, as a teacher, you would know that your students will definitely play a big role in your life. You would definitely expect that. It's just that I did not expect that it would be this much. Okay, it would be this much to the point that, I don't know, I feel like I'm young to be a mother of how many kids, but I feel like I am a mother already because of how I really want to be a help to my students. So that's my expectation I would definitely have this connection, but not to the point like this. So it was too much for me, but I'm loving that connection with my students. Oh, in my case, I'm not expecting anything. I did not plan to be a teacher at the first place. That's what in my mind, especially during my first year in the formation. I'm not planning to, to teach. I just want to graduate and I want to seek another career after that. But when I have the practice teaching, it changes everything. Okay, it, it, it makes me excited about teaching. Because I'm handling the last section of one of the biggest school in Manila, Daramon Magsaysay. About the last section, you will see students not paying attention. You will see students not wearing uniform. They would not even listen to the teachers. That's very challenging. And I am already anticipating what lies ahead. So at first, I don't expect anything. I'm not planning to be a teacher. I'm not planning to teach. But as time goes by, I was able to think of in a more positive way that this career is exciting after all. Challenging, but exciting. Yep. How do you usually deal with difficult situations in class like uncooperative students or those who disbehave? Well, honestly, of course, each class, each class, has the that kind of student but of course as a teacher you should be prepared with how would you talk to your student because again each student is different so you should know how to communicate with the students differently okay? because if you expect that everyone will be good in this class just because it's a star section then that's not good as a teacher because you should know of course that each student is different and that requires you to have different approaches as well so I agree that, I admit rather, that I was able to face this kind of students. And again, just like what I mentioned, I become my student's mother whenever I'm handling their class. Not just my advisory, but even my previous students would agree that I talk to them as if they are my kids. So if one time when, of course, say for example, I won't, of course, I won't say, for example, that certain student had, you know, how do I say this? 
parang it's like a moment in the classroom that shouting and so on and so forth. It's like there's a fight. Of course, I talk to them personally. I don't talk to them like in class and say, na, mm, this is what you did, like this and that, like that, that, that. Because that would also create an effect to that student or to those students. So I make sure that I talk to them personally. Okay, if they are too shy to talk inside the classroom with the teacher, I tell them to maybe you can visit me later or maybe you can, you know, we can talk later so that we, we can talk about your problem or the, the event that happened. I make sure that I am not strict to the point that the student will be scared. I make sure that I am the mother, the mother of the, that student so he or she can, uh, you know, express himself or herself well. Yes. Wow, that's that's a really um beautiful mindset. I think it it really must take a lot to be a teacher. I can't imagine myself in your shoes. Yeah, I agree that like I feel that you should have more of an intimate relationship with your students so that you you guys can actually progress together because like that connection it's not like any other connection that you can find. It's something that's like a made. So I feel that by creating this relationship, you can really like make them become better students or better influences to other people. Yes, and it really requires patience. When you're a teacher, you're really required to be a patient person because you cannot build that relationship if you're not patient. What about you, Sir Fahidikutan? Um, what's your opinion about this? I agree with what you said. But <laughs> um, by standard, by standard, Judenite students in general are re- really good students. I mean, by standard, they are far from my my view of worst students, very far. But let me put the, the answer of Miss Martin in the perspective of an SPD school. Shall we say it dialogue? Well, that's the most important thing that the teacher should do, no? to learn how to dialogue. Dialogue is not only sharing, not only about confronting students. It is, it is an exchange of experience, an exchange of idea, etc., etc. So, siguro that's my way of dealing with students, the troubles of students. Dialogue. We we have to learn to to dialogue. Because, sabi ni Miss Martin, we have to be patient. We are not aware of what is happening behind the scene. We are not aware of maybe it's coming from from a very difficult problem or and not so good relationship with his or her family. You have to be aware of that. It is very easy to to say, oh, si Ryan, aniyan, sa maugali niya, diba? It's very easy to say that, but if you fail to dig deeper, then you will never know where is coming from, where is she coming from. Everything that is projected in the classroom has a certain. There, there is a reason for students. Maybe she wanted or he wanted attention, etc., etc. So dialogue is very important. So, um, but sir, what drives you to do this? Uh, what drives you to understand each student, to um, spend time and become more than just a teacher, to become like a parent figure? Uh, what drives you to teach? I would not say that I am a parent-like figure to them, but shall we say a brother-like figure? I'm coming from experience. I mean, I'm a troublesome student as well. 
always end up in the list of the prefect of discipline, to be honest. I was even kicked out in college. I mean, that's me. Um, <laughs> I, I always made my, my teachers stay worse. I mean, I have a lot of memories. My teacher wouldn't even forget my name until today. They, 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 they can't even believe that I'm teaching. The, the irony of it all, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true, no? Yeah, I'm coming from experience. And I am doing that because before I'm a very you know, uh, troublesome student because I'm coming from experience. I don't have a very good relationship with my family. I'm always alone. I'm independent. I don't live with my family. I only live with my friends. So yeah, I'm coming from experience. Because of that, I can somehow understand the plight of, of different kind of students. I mean, because I'm just like that. I just like them before, no? So yeah, I'm coming from experience. What made you want to become a teacher? I mean, I know that you didn't want to be a teacher, Sir Faji, but like after that, what made you want to keep your job or stay as a teacher? First year at St. Jude, I am ready to quit. Promise, it's very hard to teach in St. Jude. I'm telling you this, it's very hard. So, so many things to prepare. The system is, you, you, have, to, you have to adapt to suddenly to a system that you are not used to. I mean, we are learning in the College of Education how to use the Manila paper. We write Manila paper. And then in St. Jude, they, they give us iPad. I mean, I am shocked. So I'm ready to resign. First year pa lang, ayoko na talaga. <laughs> Pero I learned to love teaching at St. Jude. I mean, through time experience with, with my students. And eventually, ito, seven years na ako sa ano. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of opportunities in our province. Just to make you all aware, half of my family are teachers. I mean, we have principals, we have directors, everything. I have connections. The, the high school in our province, or I mean, just a walk away from our home. Sobrang napit lang. I have a better, you know, uh, I mean, I, I, I will be with my family. But, hindi ko rin alam eh. Basta mahal ko yung St. Jude eh. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm no longer planning to teach after this. After I retire St. Jude, ayoko na na. Hindi na ako lilipat ng ibang school siguro. <laughs> Yeah, ganun kamahal, ganun ko kamahal yung St. Jude ngayon. Yeah. <laughs> You're planning to stay in St. Jude for a long time, sir? Oh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> Pero, time will only know. Kaya sabi ko sa'yo, Patricia, I only plan, I, first year pa lang ayoko na. First year pa lang, I'm ready to quit. But to be honest, I have a plan already, no? I'm, oh, I'm only planning to stay at least 10 to 12 years. And then I have to go back to, to our province. I mean, the reason behind that is this. I am already satisfied with what I've accomplished so far. I have already reached my goals. It's time to give back to, to my community. I, I, that's the trajectory, you know. At least in paper, nakasulat yan sa, ano ko, sa mga notes ko. I already have a target. I am actually preparing for, for that already. Pero let's see, you know. Time will, time will, will tell. Thank you, Patricia. We love that Judenite pride, sir. 
Uh, how about you, Ms. Martin? What made you want to become a teacher? I honestly didn't want to become a teacher. <laughs> I honestly wanted to be a dentist, but then I cannot because uh, my hands are very shaky. So uh, I just let my mom choose whatever she wanted me to be. So she said, oh, you try this one, like exam kadita. And I said, okay. And then I passed. <laughs> when, when I passed, I'm from the province. And then she said, oh, Luas ka, you take this exam tomorrow. And I said, okay. And then when I took the test, okay, I passed. And then I was like, Okay, I'm really going to be a teacher. And then first year of college, we had this NSTP wherein we are going to teach nursery students. So very young. And I didn't know that I was really going to enjoy, you know, unpacking the food of the kids. And then, nah, Miss Martin, teacher, teacher, can you eat this? This is for you, like this and that. And then I also taught them like uh, the, the story like that. I, I did storytelling like this and that. And that made my heart, you know, love children love students and then of course just like what <laughs> sir fudge said so as time goes by i learned to love teaching especially during my first year of teaching in st jude so my first job right after i graduated of course i started working in st jude and just like what sir said it was very difficult knowing that it was my first year of teaching it was very difficult for me i had to adjust in a lot of things because again first year of teaching and I was also preparing for my licensure examination and so on and so forth and I, I had things to do. I'm handling five sections of grade eight. I also have my advisory class. It was too much for me that I even cried multiple times inside the faculty room. So it was too much for me. But then I realized that these students, they are very precious to me. I just like I keep on mentioning my crusaders right? because they really made an impact. Um, to me so I find them really precious and again they made me stay in this career uh, simply because they're simple they're simple you know uh, thank you Miss Martin you know uh, Miss Martin you know I, I didn't like this before but then thank you for you like this and that so that made me stay okay my students will always be the reason why I am going to stay in teaching as long as I have my students with me as long as my students are learning for me I will stay as a teacher. It's very difficult, just like what Mr. Fudge said. It's very difficult, but as long as I have my students with me and I know that my students are learning, I will definitely stay and teach as long as I can. Wow, kudos to you, Miss. I think very few people could say what you just said and mean it entirely. So obviously, you are now currently like I would call you professional teachers. <laughs> so before you were professional teachers or maybe your first years of teaching, how would you compare yourself now? Like, did you learn many things or did you change yourself as a whole? Okay, I'll start. There's a big difference between the Miss Martin last 2018 with the Miss Martin that I am right now. When I entered... I have stage stage fright actually, so I'm very scared to to face a lot of people. During my first year of teaching, I was literally trembling in front of my class because I don't know what to do. I mean, I know the lessons of course, but I don't know how to connect to my students, knowing that I am afraid to speak in front of them. So the first year of teaching was very difficult because again, <laughs> I'm scared to speak in front. Ironic, but yeah, I have stage fright, and then I became a teacher. And then I became 
of course, right now, I am more confident with what I am saying. I'm more confident to speak in front of a lot of students, speak in front of even the parents. I'm more confident to speak in front of them. And then another thing is that I became more patient because I realized that just like what Sir Fudge said a while ago, you know, there are stories that we do not know that students have. So I learned to be more patient and I learned to understand them better. That I am not just there as their teacher in English. I'm not just as their teacher during that one hour class. I can also be their teacher outside the classroom. I can also be their mother, their friend, if they don't want me to be their mother, their friend outside the classroom. So I, that's what you know, developed within those years. It's only a few short time long, but I feel like I have already changed a lot from my first year of teaching to this year of teaching. I see. So I guess we always think that it's just the student who learns from the teacher. But I guess, would it be right to say that the teachers learn from the students as well? Yes, it's definitely true. I agree. I, I agree. Yes, I learned a lot from my students. Well, not to the point that they also teach me like this and that, the grammar and so on and so forth. But, you know, their view in life. They were able to teach me a lot of things about their views in life. Very young age, you know, at a very young age, I learned a lot from my students. Can I share something like, say, for example, during this year, we had this question. I, ha- I gave my students questions. How important it is to forgive? That's my question. And one of my students said, it is very important to forgive, not just for yourself, but for the person that who is asking for forgiveness. If God was able to forgive us, how can we not forgive other people? Imagine from a grade 7 student, those words came out from him. And that really hit me like, wow, if this grade 7 student knows how to forgive, knows the importance of forgiveness, how can the older people, you know, they don't try to forgive other people? I guess it's like a good thing that I hope it comes off as a relief to some students that not only are teachers teaching us, but we're also teaching them something useful that they can use in the future, I guess, so that they can improve. So you may be like our stepping blocks to becoming a better person, but we can also be your stepping blocks in order to becoming a better person too. I agree. Wonderful. Uh, what about you, Sir Fudge? Um, how has... How have you changed from the surfage of seven years ago who was ready to quit um, SJCS? Well, north north to south, <laughs> south to north. That's how, how huge the gap is. Teaching is a very demanding job. It requires you to be a better teacher every year because you're facing different kind of students. So you have to, to level up. Promise. You have to study a lot. And that's what happened behind the scene. I mean, I'm always to the point forced to, to be a better teacher, to be a better person. I have changed my perspective, number one, about faith. Because when I started teaching, I teach faith as if these are academic concepts. I mean, ideas. But right now, the change would be I always make sure that faith is always seen in a context of reality, of daily life, of social issues, of different problems that we face today. 
so that's one one big one big thing one big change that i've i've done my my style of teaching as well and professionalism because i'm always late before <laughs> i'm always late before i mean in terms of not, not in attendance i always i'm always uh, early but in terms of submitting the tests and funds and everything i'm always late i'm very unorganized because you have to remember i did not live with with my family i mean i did not learn these things i have to be honest almost 90 to 70% of what i know what was taught to us in college of education is useless when we assume teaching position the situation is very different so one word that i have to emphasize maybe is i learned how to grow well ganun talaga yung we have to grow yeah. I feel like that's also really important like in teaching because it's teaching it's almost like being an effective witness to God you know like Agreed. you don't you don't just have to you know do your job because oh you want money you need to like believe and actually want to do what you want to do which is teaching so like some people will actually like work and teach students but they're not really sincere they're just doing it for like the paycheck but i feel like in order to be like an actual effective teacher you need to actually want to do it believe in actually teaching students because you want to out of the goodness of your heart and i feel like if people won't put that effort or drive to them they won't be a good teacher i guess yes yeah i agree uh, but I, i i i will be very honest i will teach kahit ano pang ibigay sa akin no? i will teach kasi yeah i dedicated my 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 life to this i agree with you no? saint jude teachers are 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 witnesses to to the word we are not simply a teacher a teacher we are supposed to live the 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 gospel values and of course same same with you guys yes because very insightful yeah um so i guess lastly or Before we end, since this episode is dedicated to all teachers, is there anything you'd like to you'd like to give to your fellow educators? Uh, <laughs> it's very difficult. I think this is the most difficult question. <laughs> Probably, I would say that cliche as it may sound, but we have to stay strong, not just for ourselves, but for our students. You know, this RLP is not just really stressful for the students, but for the teachers as well. Uh, imagine it's like our first year of teaching again because of the, you know, the new setup and everything. We have to relearn everything because this is new to us as well. So imagine the stress that we have before during face-to-face. It's like triple because of the online classes. And then, of course, um, to my fellow teachers, <laughs> I know it's very difficult. It's very stressful. A lot of us are... I might cry. <laughs> a lot of us are having difficulties, of course, because of the situation outside, of course, outside our homes. And then here, honestly, like whenever the class starts, you have to pretend that everything's okay. You have to smile in front of your class. You have to make sure that your students are comfortable because if you will show the weak side of yours, you know, your students would also feel 
sad could also feel gloomy so it's you it is us teachers who actually make the mood of the class so uh, that's the thing about us even though we are in pain even though we are uh, having difficulties within us we cannot truly show it because there are students who are looking up into us so i should say now we have to stay strong for our students and for ourselves of course let's not disregard ourselves but for me it's really more on my students than anything i guess as a student i never really thought about how much work goes into being a teacher i mean of course we all know that it's not easy to be a teacher any day in school will tell you that but i guess i never really understood or saw the full depth of it until you know i heard you and sir faj talk about it yes as students as well you teachers mean a lot to us we know that you're working really 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 hard Thank you. Uh, what about you, Sir Faj? Is there any uh, message you'd like? <laughs> well, I would like to, to follow up with what Miss Martin has, has said. I mean, we are overworked. If you sorry, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not 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 only because we are teaching in Saint Jude. No, that's given. I mean, overwork in the sense that it is very stressful. I mean, the stress level is. beyond the roots i mean sometimes i'm i almost at the point of breaking down to be honest it's very hard it's very difficult however my <laughs> my my enthusiasm my love for teaching is still the same good for me <laughs> but what i want to say to my fellow teachers is well i would like to use the filipino word padayon padayon tayo kaya natin to This is for our students, para sa ating mga mag-aral, para sa bayan, of course. So, yeah, padayon. Thank you guys so much for sharing your insights today. And also, thank you for our fellow listeners for listening to our podcast. I really appreciate it. If you guys like this episode, please check out the previous episodes if you haven't. And also listen to future episodes. Also, follow the page to... Yeah, and again, I'd really like to thank Mr. Faji and Ms. Martin for coming over here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Faji, Ms. Martin, and to all the teachers out there. Yes, thank you for shaping our world. Again, I'm Ryan Lim. And I'm Patricia Yu. And this is Drew the Nights on Air. See you later.